Hello everyone, Danny here. A few housekeeping things that I wanted to get to before our episode today. I have to tell everyone that I'm going to be taking a short pause on the show. I can't say for how long exactly just yet, uh, but just know that I will not be coming out with new episodes for the foreseeable future. The reason for this is just that things are piling up a little bit. A daily episode is getting to be... um, a bit too much. I need to take care of a few things on my end, and then I'll get back to the show as soon as I can. So we're still going to get into today's episode for Monday, November 5th. Still going to leave you with with a good Monday episode, I think. So with that uh, preamble out of the way, with that announcement out of the way, let's get into today's round of questions with question number one. What is the perfect score in a game of 10-pin bowling. And that perfect score is 300 points. A perfect game is the highest score possible in a game of bowling, achieved by scoring a strike in every frame. The bowling games that use 10 pins, such as 10-pin bowling, candle-pin bowling, and duck-pin bowling, uh, the highest possible score is 300, achieved by bowling 12 strikes in a row in a traditional single game. That's one strike in each of the first nine frames, and then three more in the 10th frame. Now, I personally have never even come close to that, but I do know a few people who've hit upper 200s. That's not quite a perfect game. Perfect game requires 300 points. Moving on to question number two. Which song by the rock band Aerosmith features the lyrics, Sing with me, sing for the year, sing for the laughter, and sing for the tear? And that's a personal favorite of mine. That is Dream On. Dream On is a power ballad by Aerosmith from their 1973 album, Aerosmith. Written by lead singer Steven Tyler, this song was the first major hit and became a classic rock radio staple. Released in June 1973, it peaked at number 59 on the Billboard Hot 100 in 2004, Rolling Stone magazine ranked the song at number 172 on its list of the 500 greatest songs of all time. It was moved to number 173 in 2010 and re-ranked at number 199 in 2021. In 2018, the song was inducted into the Grammy Hall of Fame. So that is Dream On by Aerosmith. Once again, personal favorite. If you haven't heard it, you, you probably recognize it. If you don't know the song I'm talking about, go listen to it. You're going to be like, oh, yeah, I have heard this song. That's a good one. In any case, moving on to question number three. Where is Big Ben located? And that would be located... In London, England, the Elizabeth Tower is the clock tower of the Palace of Westminster in London, England. 
It contains the great clock, a striking clock with five bells. The tower is nicknamed Big Ben, a name which was originally applied only to the largest bell of the clock. The tower was officially called the Clock Tower until 2012, when it was renamed to mark the Diamond Jubilee of Elizabeth II. The tower was designed by Augustus Puggin in a perpendicular Gothic revival style. It was completed in 1859. It is elaborately decorated and includes symbols related to the four nations of the United Kingdom, the Tudor dynasty, and a Latin inscription to Queen Victoria. The tower stands 316 feet tall. It's about 96 meters tall. I've never seen it in person, but I feel like uh, 316 feet, it's actually a bit shorter than I than I assumed. I thought it would be, I don't know, I guess as tall as the Eiffel Tower. The Eiffel Tower is pretty darn tall, so I guess that's unrealistic. In any case, Big Ben, if you want to go see it, that is located in London. Question number four. How many points are scored for a touchdown in American football? And that would be six points. A touchdown is a scoring play in gridiron football. Whether running, passing, returning a kickoff or punt, or recovering a turnover, a team scores a touchdown by advancing the ball into the opponent's end zone. In American football, a touchdown is worth six points and is followed by an extra point or two-point conversion attempt. So, every time you get a touchdown, that is six points. Question number five. What is the soft green egg-shaped fruit from which New Zealand gets its nickname? And that would be the kiwi. The kiwi, or kiwi fruit, is the edible berry of several species of woody vines in the genus Academia. Kiwi fruit is native to central and eastern China. The first recorded description of the kiwi fruit dates back to the 12th century during the Song Dynasty. In the early 20th century, cultivation of kiwi fruit spread from China to New Zealand where the first commercial planting occurred. The fruit became popular with British and American servicemen stationed in New Zealand during World War II and later became commonly exported first to Great Britain and then to California in the 1960s. So that's the kiwi fruit. If, you, uh, if you've ever heard a New Zealander called a kiwi, that's probably where they get their nickname. Moving on to question number six. Who wrote a famous diary while hiding from the Nazis in Amsterdam? And that is, of course, Anne Frank. Annelise Marie Frank was a German-born Jewish girl who kept a diary in which she documented life in hiding under Nazi persecution. She was a celebrated diarist who described everyday life from her family hiding place in an Amsterdam attic. 
one of the most discussed Jewish victims of the Holocaust, she gained fame posthumously with a 1947 publication of her diary in which she documents her life in hiding from 1942 to 1944. During the German occupation of the Netherlands in World War II, it is one of the world's best-known books and has been translated to over 70 languages. So, once again, that is Anne Frank, famous for her diary while hiding from the Nazis in Amsterdam. Moving on to question number seven. What is the Disney Channel show starring Miley Cyrus as a pop star? And that is, of course, Hannah Montana. Hannah Montana is an American teen sitcom that aired on the Disney Channel for four seasons between March of 2006 and January of 2011. The series centers on Miley Stewart, which is played by Miley Cyrus, a teenage girl living a double life as a famous pop singer, Hannah Montana, an alter ego that she adopted so that she can maintain her anonymity and live a normal life as a typical teenager. As, of course, as you can assume, hijinks ensue and uh, turns into a show. So, once again, that show with Miley Cyrus disguised as a pop star, that was Hannah Montana. Moving on to question number eight. In which 1939 movie are there flying monkeys? And that's the classic, the movie Wizard of Oz. In the 1939 film, The Wizard of Oz, the flying monkeys are intelligent enough to obey command, but do not speak as they do in the book. At one point, they abduct Dorothy and her dog Toto and dismantle the scarecrow. Uh, But of course, they do nothing to the Tin Man or a Cowardly Lion. I feel like that's a little unfair. Instead, the Tin Man and the Cowardly Lion were left free to put the Scarecrow back together, and eventually they were able to rescue Dorothy. So, that movie, 1939, The Wizard of Oz, that was the movie that featured the flying monkeys. Question number nine. Which poet wrote the iconic poem, The Raven? And that's the famous poet, Edgar Allan Poe. The Raven is a narrative poem by American writer Edgar Allan Poe. First published in January 1845, the poem is often noted for its musicality, stylized language, and supernatural atmosphere. It tells of a distraught lover who is paid a mysterious visit by a talking raven. The lover often identified as a student, is lamenting the loss of his love, Lenore. While sitting on a bust of Pallas, the raven seems to further antagonize the protagonist with its constant repetition of the word, nevermore. The poem makes use of folk, mythological, religious, and classical references. So that is The Raven, written 
by the poet Edgar Allan Poe. Now here's a question for you, serious question. Do you think Edgar Allan Poe became a poet because it's darn near his last name? I mean, Poe, P-O-E. You put an M on that, you get poem. You put a T on that, you get poet. I don't know. Seems a little too coincidental for me. I think there might be uh, might be something to that. In any case, moving on to today's last question. Question number 10. What type of animal is Bambi? And, of course, Bambi is a deer. Now, if you said deer, white-tailed deer, roe deer, mule deer, I don't care. I would have accepted any of them. The fact is, is that Bambi is a deer. Bambi is a 1942 American animated drama film produced by Walt Disney Productions and is based on the 1923 novel, also called Bambi, by Austrian author and hunter Felix Salton. In the Disney film adaptations, Bambi's species was changed from a roe deer to a white-tailed deer, which would be more familiar to American audiences. His image is a Disney icon, comparable to the recognition of Jiminy Cricket or Tinkerbell, and he is even shown on Disney stock certificates. So, that is Bambi, Bambi the deer. So that will conclude this round of My Daily Trivia. Once again, I want to remind everybody that this is going to be the last episode for a little while. Not sure how long, but I thank you in advance for your patience. I also want to thank all of you for listening every day for the past couple of months. Uh, It's very exciting to know that this is what I do for each of you, and I hope not to be gone too, too long. Once again, I'm your host, Danny, and I hope to see all of you again very soon.